Hello and welcome back to another episode of 52 and 52, a podcast where we watch at least one movie a week for every week in the year and record an episode about it. Today's episode is about Fast 8. Um, so the Josh, Fate of the Furious. The Fate of the Furious. You're just calling, we're just calling it Fast 8? It's Fast 8. That's, okay, I mean, okay. for, for all intents and purposes, that's what it is. Uh, I, was, I was just driving home from my mom's house and I, I for whatever reason, I, th- I thought the movie came out like in the fall last year or two years ago. Now I was wondering why we never recorded an episode no, on it. But I guess it came out in April yeah, of 2015. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited to finally get to have podcasts on Fast and Furious. Yeah. I don't even know if we really talked about it much, like when we did our first end of the year podcast, the first year we were doing the podcast. It just didn't really come up in the context of any of the different awards we made up that year. Like I guess it may, maybe didn't quite make the top cut on our top ten list that year. Or anything. Yeah, so we did. I don't think we've just really ever talked about the franchise, even though uh, you have a very long relationship and uh, loving relationship with it. And I, <laughs> yes. I, I binged the whole thing before Furious Seven, and I'm a fan as well. So it's exciting that we finally have a chance to talk about it. Yeah. So uh, I guess as Josh said, my relationship. I watched the first movie when it came out. Uh, 16 years ago um i've seen every single one in the theaters multiple times uh i think did you not watch them until like a year or two ago when i when i right before we saw fast seven right no i had seen the first three and then for whatever reason i just never really made it a priority to get back to them which is dumb because like i i didn't like four but the the five and six were obviously really good and for whatever reason i just never really made it back to them and then when we were when at that point we'd been going to the movies a lot and uh, you're like all right well you need to watch all these and then you uh procured all of them for me and i watched literally (laughs) six movies in like four days leading up to going to see it so some of them were rewatches but i I'd never seen four or five or six before that before two years ago. Yeah. Uh, so safe to say I, I love the franchise. I think Josh likes the franchise, if not love also. Uh, so F Gary Gray directed this movie, mm-hmm. which, uh, I, I knew, but I, I, you know, I, I don't really care who directs the movie at this point. Um, but so he did straight out of Compton, uh, re- more, most recently. And then he's also done Italian job and law abiding citizen. And it's, important friday sure yeah and friday which is sort of a ensemble movie too um but yeah i mean i i don't know we haven't talked about it i guess should we do spoilers i guess uh, I mean, <laughs> it was just crazy it's a billion it's super fast and furious but like it's a billion dollar movie so i feel like a lot of people are going to see it but at the same time like this is a pretty well actually part of what i liked about this movie is that it's harder to spoil and that like it it could have been a lot more spoilery as far as like putting stuff off the end but didn't yes um, exactly which and, like, was we'll, a we'll, we'll great, get we'll get into yeah. that yeah but uh but I, i'm trying to decide if we even need to talk about it like that or not because uh i don't know i mean i guess we can uh, uh we can we can just we don't have to reference it directly but we can just i mean i think we, we can understand each other in terms of what we're talking about without spoiling it for other people okay I think we could do that. Um, so, yeah, uh, what did you think? Did you like it? Did you love it? Give me your thoughts. Uh, I, I really liked it, but I want to I want to hear your thoughts because I, I think you said it's your second favorite movie in the series, and um, yes. like I really liked it, but I think that I might have a couple of drawbacks that for me that you might be able to counter counter. So I want, I want you <laughs> sure. to go. I want you to go first as to like why this you connected with this even more than uh, Furious Seven, which brought you to tears. Yeah, literally brought me to tears. Uh, yeah, I don't know. So I, I, I've seen this movie twice now. I, I saw it on Wednesday at premiere, and then I saw it last night, which is a Saturday. We're recording this on a Sunday. And I, as soon as 
I, I don't know. I, I think just even the beginning, you're like a little scared maybe because the opening is very uh, – it, it's very, very like old Fast and Furious with like the you know women in skimpy tops and shorts and party scene and whatever, which I think – four, five, and six generally had a little bit too much of just in terms of like movie. Um, and then, you know, they have this scene at the beginning and it's just sort of like a homage to the rest of the movies in the series. Which is uh, cool just, because it, it had gotten away from that a little bit yeah. the last few times. Like we love all the big set pieces and stuff, but it is yeah. nice that they can go back and do that kind of scene when they want to. Yeah. W- which is super interesting because there were so many think pieces, whether it was on the ringer or elsewhere about how the franchise no longer has actual like races and shit like that. Um, and it's more of like a chase movie than anything but uh I, I i don't know i just as soon as it started and you sort of just like get back in the feel of these characters you just fall in you fall into it and i just i thought the the stunts maybe were just a little bit more i know it's crazy to say but they were like a little bit more like believable almost than seven um it was almost like because each movie this has been like even more ridiculous shit happens and i, I wasn't numb to it whatever i don't care i, I enjoy watching the films but this one was a little bit more laid back, I think, in that sense, and told a little bit more of a story than than may, than seven and maybe most of the other movies. And I don't know, I just really connected with it, and I thought the uh, the comedy was really good, and it was probably a little bit more into like actual jokes that they wrote in the script. Um, I love Statham; I thought he was amazing. Him and The Rock together were so good. Um, and okay, can, I ju- can I jump in there actually? Yeah, yes, jump uh, in. Because that Statham was the one problematic part of the movie for me. And, oh God, and, okay. And I, I love the I, that scene in the prison was amazing. Like I love yes, that. It was so um, good. And, and uh, we, I know you've never seen the movie Spy, but like that's where I first realized that like this guy can be hilarious because he's actually like, oh Statham. He's like oh, the best yeah. part of Spy, and I, I don't expect you to watch Spy, but like he's a hilarious in it. And so I, I was glad they used him for comedic effect there. And I hate to start out like on a somewhat of a negative just because, I, like I said, I did really like the movie too. But you brought him up. And my thing is that like in five, like uh, Hobbs is obviously a little bit more adversarial relationship to the rest of them. And it's a little more believable, though, when you kind of bring him into the team, because while, mm-hmm. yes, he was they were in, a, in a, they were kind of not bad guys, but they were fugitives in a way. So it made sense. He had to go after them. It's a little more believable that they could all end up being good guys on the same team i don't really need you to bring deckard like the shaw brothers into the family because family is just such a big theme throughout these movies and we hear it over and over again and yeah he does a very good thing at the end of this movie and we can we can save that for another section if we want to but like the dude killed han like i i don't need you to like totally redeem him and i I kept like thinking about that throughout the movie to a certain extent and i i get it for these movies you do have to be willing to suspend disbelief to a certain extent but since like family is the one big through line i don't need you to become like buddy buddy with the guy that killed one of your members of your family you know and like they they do they are they are giving each other a hard time about him and you do see them being mad that they have to be in the same room as him but like i just couldn't get I, i i i I, I try. I just. I was thinking throughout the whole movie, and it was taking me out of the movie a little bit. Which, like I'm saying, I still like. But I just kept trying to reconcile it in my head throughout. Like, why is this guy here? Like, we saw him do some pretty terrible things, and for sure, I think it might have been better served if like he was just the guy in the prison that we had a very funny scene and had a cool action scene, and then maybe you find a way. Uh, then maybe you find a way to get like Tyrese on the plane at the end and serve the same role as him, and it, it or something like that. And that that was like my one big thing with the movie. It's like this guy killed Han. We should be more angry yeah. with him. Sure. Okay. So two points, I guess. One is 
maybe a couple of points. I guess the whole series sort of starts with all of them sort of try to like kill each other at some point. Like, <laughs> fair point. <laughs> like even like, even in even, the beginning, even Dom Brian and Brian. And, yeah. yeah, like Dom and Brian and um and uh, shit. What's his name? Uh, uh, the fucking big dude from the first one, and he's in the he's in like four and five too. Um, Anyway, but him and the guy, one who's trying to date Mia in the first movie, and you know he's always angry all the time. Oh yeah. Anyway, yeah, I, know, I know who you're talking about now. It's just drawing a blank. For, I'll, I'll find uh, it. Out. Yeah. Um, anyway, so and then I mean, like Tyrese and Brian in the second movie, they're like at each other. I mean, they are old friends, but they're also like at each other's throats. Um, and then I don't know. I just. Even Hobbs, like Hobbs legitimately tried to kill them multiple times, sent them to jail, all this other stuff. And, and Hobbs Hobbs for sure makes more sense than Statham sort of being a part of the family. Um, I think that they make it a point that Owen Shaw is not like a part of the group at all. And I think that in terms of the movie that they're – A, they're trying to give Statham more screen time to – serve you know what paul walker's screen time would have been i mean i'm well aware of that and it just i kept yeah. thinking about that like well um, they're happy to yeah. have him around and they want to find yeah. a way to work him in because well yeah yeah so so he kills han obviously and i mean it's not like they're not at his throat they just at, at present time they're more concerned with dom and like they need to be you know what i mean like they're not it's more of like scott eastwood being like look and mr nobody being like look you guys have to work with this guy because we need to find dom and they i mean but like, they don't he, like him yeah it just seemed like such a forced thing to bring him in like he's one of the guys that has tracked dom down before therefore we have to let this villain out of jail like i, I mean he, but it's what does he actually like do it, to help it's him find mr dom? nobody though it's not like it's like some it's not like they're actively trying to bring him in he's like forced upon them and he's there but and still, like they're not even talking to him when he's fixing cars it's just it made the no rock sense goes for Mr. Up Nobody to, to do it either, too, though. Like it just—I get it. It wasn't like yes, their it choice. Yes, does. But, yeah, it what, does. What, is, he, what, what, what does he actually bring to the table at that point, though, that really helps him that much, besides being Jason Statham? You know, because he's because he has motivation to find her, and Mr. Nobody doesn't care if it's if it's Dom's team or if it's Statham. He just wants to find her so he can they can work out get the MP back and all that shit. Yeah, and I, and I, I did think about that a little more as it went on because I, I, I mean I really liked the Helen Mirren cameos. I thought that was pretty fun. Yeah, and that's and the other thing is that that's also like, a, it, it's, a, a motif of the movie is yeah, Owen. Decker they have their own family. They have their own, they have their yeah. own family and they have their own motivations yeah. and it makes sense to bring them in. And like I just wish he'd almost like if he just hadn't killed Han, if he had just been like generic bad guy that was trying to take over the world sure. and they had taken him out, and I would been like, all right, this guy tried to do some evil stuff. But at least it was more like you don't actually see the bad guys in these movies killing that many civilians. So, which was super interesting about this movie, but we we can talk about that. Yeah, but it, it, like in past movies, like that's just not a thing they do. It's it's they're kind of off doing their own thing where they're racing mm-hmm. each other and doing crazy shit elsewhere. So if it had just been him like doing those kind of things in earlier movies, then I could totally yeah. get behind it. And I'm like, all right, well, I understand why they didn't like him because he tried to kill them, but he, like, the, but he might not have succeeded in it, and therefore just the fact that. They, they both have this common goal and it makes sense for them to join up whatever okay cool but it's like you've spent the last four movies where they've really hammered home this family thing even harder than they did the first three i'd say and now like we're supposed to just be totally chill with the guy that killed one of their own and but Ho- hobbs is the only person who's like actually having conversations with him and like talking to him like nobody else is doing that the only thing is he saves a ramsey want sort of saves her he, he steps in front of the concussion grenade for her and then 
the rest of the time they're all like avoiding him and they're all like we don't want to work here whatever and Hobbs is the only one who's like hey look like you uh you were this valor guy and then you went evil and he's like yeah doesn't that sound familiar to you and they sort of have this connection which totally makes sense and Hobbs is like the only person who sort of gets it and then I mean, Ludacris and Ramsey and Tyrese and Letty, they're not even talking to him, really. And then Dom is the one who goes out of his way because Dom wants to save his own family. Mm-hmm. I mean, and none of them like are like, yeah, Deckard, whatever. And he's only in the last scene for like, uh, I mean, a couple of seconds and they just talk about brotherhood. Yeah, or I, maybe maybe it would even set better with me if he just wasn't in that last scene. Like, I get the why he had. He to had go, I mean, I, had, I get why he had to go there, but like. That's what I'm saying. If he had just, uh, but like there, I said, I Owen's not there. Who tried to kill them? He's just finishing like the job that Dom asked him to do. And yeah. I mean, at the same time, he does it because not because he's part of the family, because they help him get Owen out of jail and okay, um, whatever, right? I mean, I I, I understand I, I your saying that, that, that's what, just, that's that's really my one big thing. Like I have a couple other things I can nitpick pick with. That was like the one thing I just had trouble getting past, and I I feel bad because, like I said, I liked the movie, and I just spent ten minutes arguing with you about that. But that was like my one thing, and I, I hope like I, and I I get that like it it's Statham, and they want to keep all the stars around, and it, it makes sense that they want to try and work them in. But uh, that would have been my one thing I would have done differently, major. Other than that, like. I really liked it, and we can talk about the fun stuff now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I no, I mean, I, I don't know. Jason Statham is like, is he's like the biggest action star on the planet at this point, right? Like, I mean, he's amazing. He's great at action movies. He's great at doing all these terrible roles. This isn't a terrible role at all, but he's funny. Uh, he's actually like really good at like being an action star, and he he's just he's just great. I love him. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He I think he was my favorite part of the movie, honestly. Like. The scene on the plane is one of the best scenes in the entire franchise. It's it's great. I just like I said, I could have been happy if that was Tyrese doing that, and I didn't. But it can't be Tyrese doing that because he's never gonna be able to like get on the plane, have the like military background experience to to like for it to make sense. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And Tyrese no, has I, a I, I moment st- on the ice where he's yeah, like a yeah, He had a great too. moment. I, I just like and, and I still had fun on the plane. It's just I I could I I was rec- trying to reconcile that the in the entire movie and I didn't I didn't like having that conflicted thing in the back of my head throughout. Uh Sure. And I no, I, I understand. And I, and, I, and I don't know if like I feel like maybe the movie could have still had its cake and eaten it eaten it, eaten it too a little bit more if they had um at least called him out on that. It just it did seem to it, it just kind of ignored the Han thing, you know. And I was um like if they would have confronted him a little more head on, it would have done a little more for me. But sure, um, I'd say that like probably the biggest surprise of the movie for me. Like I mean, I like the Statham stuff. My favorite thing, just because it caught me off guard so much with how I liked it, um, was the stuff with Mister Nobody and Scott Eastwood. Um, mm-hmm. Like that stuff was hilarious, you know. Yeah, like, Kurt Russell is Kurt Russell is really good at this at this role. And like, and I. And I guess Scott Eastwood was listed as being in Furious Seven, but he really didn't do anything in it. Like I, I can't even couldn't even tell you. I guess he might have been in one of the Who? scenes where Scott Eastwood. Oh, oh yeah, I don't remember. Like I, I, I remember seeing like before Furious Seven that he was like on a list for or somewhere for it, and I, I don't, and I'm like I don't think I saw that guy in the movie. So I, I, I was like, oh, he's in this when it, when he showed up. And like it, it, he just seemed like generic white guy who probably got where he was in his career because of his dad. That's just what I'd always yeah. assumed he was. He hadn't really done anything that special in movies before, and yeah. so it was funny that like 
they it was almost like the movie knew that's what we would be thinking so then they just undercut it the entire time by like just making it yeah. like a total doofus kind of yeah, and like yeah. I, I that was like an unexpected source of comedy like you know you know you're gonna get a lot of laughs out of out of tyrese and you know the that the, the rock character and they, they do things to make him funny and but like it was just so like such an added icing on the cake you know to have him actually like provide such utility to the movie when i was not expecting that at all yeah, and it's sort of like uh, he gets more screen time because Paul Walker's not there. Uh, him and Statham sort of combine to fill the void. And uh, yeah, I mean, he's—I don't necessarily think he's a great actor, but he was. In, it was fun to watch him get made fun of the entire movie. Exactly. Um, um, yeah, I, I really like that. His scene at, when they first get to the car shop with uh, Tyrese and Ludacris is hilarious, and because he's like freaking out he's like no like that's a million dollar car like no 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 and and he's like no 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 like put it down it's the car for me whatever um and his he has a nice little like progression over the course of the movie um he's trash at driving it seems but it's fine um but i i want to get back to what you said though about how you thought the story was maybe one of the strongest yet because like yes. I said, the, the the um the Deckard part of the story was very problematic for me, but I actually probably agree with you because if you think back to um, Furious Seven, I, I guess it w- it was Deckard was on a bit of a warpath, but I mean, there's a lot of yeah. stuff in that movie that also doesn't really like make a lot of sense if you try and think back to it, like the the Diamond G- Hansu character, like that guy's a, a like a legit two time Oscar nominated actor, and it kind of wastes him, and it's just like he's like dropped in there a couple times. I guess he had kidnapped Ramsey initially, but I couldn't actually have told you that until I like went back and looked at the wikipedia and he's just like yeah. a constant source throughout the movie and when you thought think back on it it's like why was he here and yeah. like here like while uh you might not know a lot about charlie theron's character at least it's a, i think it is definitely a tighter story and you get what she's doing throughout and we touched on it earlier but i just want to go back and say because i think the best absolute best thing this movie does is reveal exactly what she has on dom sooner because like when you saw the previews like i was a little worried like we were gonna have to like go the entire movie like just knowing like not knowing why dom was doing what he was doing but at the same time knowing that like he's not actually going bad because you wouldn't for one second actually believe he's going to go bad for an extended period of time and i i was worried the movie would go down that path and instead it lets it it it, it just it put it kind of shows all of its cards and then you just have to see how everyone's reacting to them and that's like the smartest decision they made and i think that's what kind of makes the entire storyline work a lot more yeah and i I, th- I think that's why that's sort of the point when i knew that i was going to like it or or sort of you you sort of give in 100 percent because if they if they wait till the end it's it's going to be terrible um and for the exact reasons you said nobody's going to believe dom went bad um and it's the thing is though they don't even know until the, the end which is fine that we know more than them um you, sometimes it can be problematic in whether it's a tv show or a movie where the audience knows more than the characters but in this case we only know more than some of the characters and one of my and, and one of my biggest pet peeves in lots of movies and tv shows is when all the problems like that are going on and all of the conflict could be solved if like Two of the characters just went and had a conversation and told yeah. them information that they should are that they could just easily convey, and it would. I don't like that being like the one source of conflict when someone doesn't know something that could just easily be told, and there's not a reason not to tell them. And here, while it is unrealistic, or, or not, I don't know when you say it's unrealistic. It is a little extreme how they have all this technology that can literally get a camera anywhere, they can see anything, they have eyes and ears on everyone at all times, and that's why it actually kind of made sense why Dom couldn't just, like, tell Letty when he saw her at that one point, like, hey, here's why I'm doing this, because she could hear it, and then she would have, like, Mm -hmm. just totally 
she, fucked everything and then Charlie's would have just fucked everything up. And then it, so like she, you saw how mad she, she obviously got pretty mad just when he didn't kill Letty when he had the chance. So, uh, yeah. So like it made total sense that he didn't just like whisper that in someone's ear at some point, which in a lot of movies would be like very problematic for me. Yeah. And I, I don't even know that it was that he didn't kill her. It's that he wasn't going to stop her from getting away mm-hmm. or t- whatever measure he had to take to stop her from getting away and luckily uh homeboy from game of thrones does his job yeah uh torment right um yeah so after after the scene with letty when she's in the street and uh dom doesn't necessarily stop her they go back on the i think the next scene is they're on a plane with back with charlie's and then like something bad of like something of consequence actually happens uh to one of the characters in the movie um and we don't necessarily see that in this franchise that much because we sort of expect them all to be okay even with brian and seven and everything um how how did you feel about that yeah i honestly wasn't thinking about it in the context of what happens in other movies i was more just thinking about it in context of like charlie's and wow that character is quite evil um but it, it, it is a good point that you make that it's something that you don't really you don't see the the you don't see them going quite that far in a lot of different instances and i thought that does say something about it for sure yeah um and and one thing i wanted to say was for for a series and a franchise that's really you know i guess started about car chases and cars uh or races rather and now has sort of evolved to chases and stealing emps and whatever the fuck else happens jumping out of buildings and planes and shit they really do have some great hand-to-hand combat scenes in in not only this movie but especially this movie with the prison scene um and then at the like military base at the end um and and i don't know it's really cool everyone sort of gets to do their own thing and and I, i don't know i just enjoy the rock beating the shit out of people and then when dom and hobbs back in four and five or whatever would fight each other and stuff with owen shaw and in the seventh or sixth movie Six, yeah. um so I, I don't know I, I just a comment i wanted to make i don't know if you have any comments about that but well i mean i do think that um this did, did a really good job of that too and it, i mean if they still had the car stuff at the same time but you do have some good scenes like that just every everything that you see statham do on the plane obviously and yes um uh, the prison scene. The, the prison scene was very, very impressive. And but at the same time, they still make pretty good use of the car stuff. And I think the the big pig scene at the end was definitely more memorable than what they did in seven. For um, sure. In seven, they just kind of they drive around Los Angeles a lot, which yeah. is fine. Like you're seeing them drive and stuff, but here you, like, it was them pushing the envelope a lot more, which I was uh, definitely happy with. And in a way, like it almost that like. While it's them jumping out of a plane in seven is something you're never going to forget, is something is there is something that works almost more about them having the scene in Russia that they have at the end here, mm-hmm. where it's just like that's more about like well yes you would never that's another th- example of something that would never actually happen at least it's more driving than parachuting cars you know what I'm sure. saying like it's, yeah, yeah. it's them actually having to make use of their skills a little more than just them showing how good they can be with their special effects budget as entertaining as that is yeah and honestly I'm willing to forgive seven a little bit like I'm not even a, saying that I'm not even, a, I'm not even saying that as a bad thing I'm just no, saying like no, I, no 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 for sure for sure I, I like I think this movie is like noticeably better than seven um and I like seven a good amount I just think that I'll give them a little break with everything that happened to Paul Walker and them sort of not knowing if they wanted to finish the movie and finish the franchise and everything. I think that they did a a good enough job to put out a movie. And now I think they're sort of 
you know, they have to sort of explain and make up why Brian wouldn't be there, why Mia wouldn't be there, et cetera, and sort of clear all these well, I little, think they, I think they little, make that, I think they make that pretty clear at the end of seven. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And they do a, they get a, a good enough job referencing it here about why he's not involved with the team anymore and everything. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I was happy with that. Um, so did you want to just do like a small spoilers? Yeah, we talked of? around stuff a lot, so I just want to be able to okay. dive into a little bit. Okay, so we'll take a couple of second break, and then we will be back doing spoilers. All right, so we are back talking spoilers for Fast 8, The Fate of the Furious. So, Elena, she's dead, Josh. She got shot in the face twice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, first, I want to say uh, I thought, like, it shows how uh, – just you have to be able to pull off something like that because we've been talking around it like how much we like the story and i think uh to be able to even pull off that kind of story you have to have had as long of a history as this franchise does because mm-hmm. um like i was trying to think of what the things were that could have like i was talking about it i went with, i went to i went with a friend and we were talking before we went to the movie about like what could even make dom go bad and we were just like yeah blackmail or like yeah. hypnosis like i don't know why i'd heard the people talking about hypnosis. people just been assuming it was maybe hypnosis and i hadn't even reading it all about it like i think i heard that second hand from someone that read it on the internet so i when they showed it like we thought that we already talked about how we thought they were going to hide the ball and then they didn't hide the ball which is great uh but they he still keeps you guessing for like five ten minutes or whatever which is fine sure. and i was just like what could it be and then it's like not a totally like bs unearned storyline because it's like sure. he actually did like go and be with this woman for a while and it yeah they had like, a real relationship yeah so it's like it's not like they were just pulling something out of their ass you know like it was actually something that didn't totally like it did it didn't not make sense uh yes. to say that that would be something that would happen and uh so i i i liked how they pulled that off and like because i saw that i saw the the actress's name that plays her in the credits i was like how are they going to work her to this at this point like he he moved on to letty like what could this possibly be (laughs) and i still never suspected it and the other thing was i was so freaking worried and this isn't your fault but i saw how on twitter uh one of your i guess it might be one of your xbox friends who i know is also a listener of the podcast tweeted at you about is this like the best dad hero movie ever and you're like dude you don't you don't know how to avoid spoilers you like you made some comment like that that. on xbox live dan oh it was someone was like were you guys like in the middle of an xbox live talk without like yeah there was other people that hadn't seen it yeah 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 so i just saw that on twitter like i was just like i just go on i go on your twitter sometimes if like i haven't been on twitter in a while like hey did anthony tweet anything worthwhile that i missed or whatever and then i just like i thought that was like a about something else and i just clicked on that conversation I'm like oh, what shit. did you think it was about so oh was, thought, oh yeah, well, yeah, yeah. like not about the fate of the furious sure. no 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 no. yeah well i thought oh. it was, i thought it was about something that wasn't fate of the furious and i saw that he was tweeting at you about the movie and then i thought that that meant that something at the end of the movie like dom's father was going to come out and save the day and that there oh. was going to be like some old man that was involved in the movie and we weren't going to actually know his true nature until at the end and i yeah. thought it had just been spoiled for me that it was <laughs> that, that was like dom's dad like i thought i was just gonna like that old man was gonna pop up in like the first 10 fucking minutes of the movie and then oh. i I was gonna know oh, yeah. two hours early that he was Dom's dad or something like that. Like, I, so I was oh, like, I saw that like a day before I went in, and I was just like dreading. <laughs> oh my god! Like I, I accidentally spoiled something big for me, and so then I was so happy when I was like, oh. Dom has a baby, that, and that's cool because like I didn't see it coming at all, and now I get why it's going to be about that. So I'm like, surprised you didn't see it coming though, because the beginning, the first, the first like the intro scene to the movie so, totally gives it away. Like that, oh, as soon he, as he and Letty are talking about having kids, yeah, stuff. he and Letty are talking about it, and then this, this the worst scene in the entire movie is at the beginning when Dom uh, 
takes his cousin's car and just throws it in the water at the end of the race. And then there's like all these children just surrounding him and he picks one of them up and it's like, no, like, I don't know. As soon as I, I still, my head still didn't go there just because even, even after I like my eyes perked up and I was like, Elsa Pate is like in this movie. Like why? Um, I mean, she has a history with Hobbs too. You never know. She could like, I forgot forgot she was working with the FBI with him or whatever. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so like I, but like that, that that was just like a funny thing for me that they, I, I thought I had been spoiled, and then it still caught me off guard that that's where they went with it, and um, but yeah, so like they had done enough with Elena, even if she had been a minor character, that like you did care when she died because she had some, for sure, she, she even still had some good moments like um in each of the movies like they managed to have make you care about her, which is good. Um, and you totally understand why Dom would like fight for her and for his kid and sort of like do whatever he can to stall yeah, them being alive and then figure it out. Yeah. As Cause it's like I said, it's all about family with Dom. And, and so it totally makes sense like that. We, we know how much that means to him. And that's why like, it made sense that they showed him fighting for that when instead of just like not telling us what it was and having, because we do know that about him and how much family means mm-hmm. to him. So it just made a lot more sense doing it that way. Cause we know that about him and family than to just like, try and make us think for two hours he betrayed his family, you know? Yeah. Um, and the one thing I'm concerned about with is, cause this is essentially a trilogy, eight, nine, 10. Mm-hmm. So I wonder like what they're going to do with the kid when Letty and Dom have to like go do jobs in nine and 10, because you can't they're, bring like gonna, Mia back. They're going to get this. They're going to get the same like babysitter that the rock has for his daughter when he goes off and does well, shit. They, well, they said is he's with, she's with his sister. That oh, was, okay, right, right. cause he asked Kurt Russell. The first thing he asked right, him right, is right, right. two questions. One, what about my daughter? He said, she's with your sister. Gotcha. And then two, he says something else. So th- this movie, while people will argue it has plot holes, it absolutely they has do no fill, They fill it pretty well. Yeah. You're, you're, there are no plot holes. Right, yeah. Um, the, the, I, I don't know. And, Okay, so what did you – go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to make one other thing I was going to say because we, we, we were talking around it so much with that airplane scene and with the baby and everything because mm-hmm. we weren't talking yeah, about so the baby. Um, that was really cool. Um, the one thing I might have wanted them to do differently in the airplane scene was they could have maybe like – um, done like three or four less minutes of Statham just beating dudes up because it was insane how many dudes were on that plane. Like that was a big plane, but still it was like, where are you keeping all the? Where you, you know, I enjoyed it. It's just like, where are you keeping all these dudes? Like you could have had like him beat up like dudes for two less minutes and then had him have some kind of fight scene with Charlize because like it was a little bit of like a waste of her talents to just have her like walking around talking into a microphone the whole time we like know how great of an action star she is well i think that i think that's i think they also might be they might be saving that for nine or something like that yeah well there's two things a is while they didn't go I, i appreciate that they didn't really go so deep into her backstory right she's just a villain like she can just be a villain that's fine and we understand her motivation. And I'd be, yeah, I'd be more upset if they had killed her about that because, but they sure. are clearly like setting it up for her to be in one of the next movies, so they can yeah. do more of that then if they want to. And then second is, I'm not sure that she is the kind of villain that would be good at. You know, some villains just are not good at like hand to hand combat and shit like that. Like, you're right. I think they, in a, they did say she's more of a cyber person. Yeah. Yeah, and she's like a cyber terrorist villain person, and so I think that her wit and her intellect and stuff is sort of like her thing in as this as cipher. And at the same time, like her against Deckard is anybody in the world against Deckard besides like Hobbes is a no go because this dude is like ex military, super smart, super killer. Right. I like, guess I just had in my head that like she's Charlie's we've seen her kick ass in lots of movies like she'll For sure. Movies. But Mad Max every everything else, the fucking atomic blonde is gonna be great. Um so 
I hear you. I just think that this specific character is not going to be necessarily a hand-to-hand combat villain. That's a good point. But I, I'm sure she'll fight Letty at some point in the next two movies <laughs> because of what she did to Dom, right? I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I think so. Um, I, so, I, so you liked it. Where where would you rank it? And and do you have rankings at all? I mean, I don't I don't know where I rank all of my. I just think this is my second favorite one. What's your first? First one. So okay. Um, yeah, I'd probably go like. Uh, um, I'd probably go. I'd probably still put like five and one ahead of this for me okay and i'd maybe go like because like while the the deckard thing's like a bigger issue for me than like a lot of things i can think of in the other movies like it did so much other stuff well that i might even go like five one eight six seven three two four sure okay that's fair did you what did you think about Helen Mirren? Did they do her justice? Was she too much being in the movie? It was definitely not too much. I mean, like I, I, I left it, it left me wanting more of her, which is probably the best yeah. thing you can say. It's like they didn't like sure. overuse her. I don't, I don't know if she's gonna want to do another one. It seemed like she was definitely having fun with it. And if they're gonna mm-hmm. keep the Shaw brothers around, like I'd, I'd much rather them keep her around too to like hu- try and at least make me like feel like they're more human and sympathetic for me to like be okay with him sure. being around. And if you make that more fam- that family, make us care about that family. More because they definitely got at some of that and like i really liked her she, she had a really good uh chemistry with statham and it's pretty funny seeing like an actress like her like multiple oscars or whatever <laughs> and like just like one of the most like renowned actresses in the world just sharing the screen with like action <laughs> a- action star jason statham and vin diesel like it's hilarious <laughs> and it shows like how respected these movies are that someone like her wants to do it like you have adding her and charlie's to the mix or like two like I don't know if Charlie's has any Oscar nominations besides the one she won uh, for Monster, but like they're both Oscar-winning actresses, and they're like jumping yeah. into this and sharing the screen with Statham and Vin, which is hilarious, yeah. which is awesome. <laughs> um, one of my favorite parts of the movie was when uh, when they first get to Mister Nobody's base, and they have like Charlie's pop up on the screen, and then Dom pop up on the screen, and I wish I could take my phone out and take a picture of like the description of him. It was like six one. It was his height, which he definitely <laughs> is not. He's I, definitely I not. I think, I think someone did laugh at that in my theater, and I, I didn't pick, I forgot. Yeah. I didn't make the connection that that's what they must have been laughing it, at. It was like, like occupation. Eight. It was like occupation auto mechanic and shit like that. It was like tattoo on left arm or some shit, and I just lost it. Because um, my friend Kirk pointed it out the first time, but then they show it twice in the same scene. So he noticed it, and then the second time it popped up in the same scene, I saw it, and then I was watching for it when I saw it the second time. And I was like losing my shit. One of the things, like, and we're talking about that. One of the things that actually like bothered me a little bit early on was that like they were like going to take like a very dangerous bomb away from the Germans. Like that was their first. That was the initial like mission, right? The EMP. Yeah, the, the sorry, the EMP. Like that's what they yeah. were going to take out of some Germans' hands. Like, why yeah. did that have to be something like where they were going rogue and being put in prison if that didn't work out? Like, why couldn't they? Well, just, that like, was the scene with the Rock at his daughter's soccer game where the guy was like, "The government can't sanction this, but we need this thing." Like, right, so, so he's. Are, like, are, they, are we just supposed to assume that, like that they're being paid very highly, and that's why they're like willing to do this shit for the government? Or, well, I think The Rock is yes, The Rock is like his. He's like an agent, right? He's like a whatever. Yeah, a, yeah. DSS and, agent, and, and they and pay then, the rest of the gang a lot of money to help them do these illegal off the book things. Yeah, my yeah, my, my sure. thing was like, why can't they just like? At first, I was like, oh, like why does it have to be like that's as a consequence? They're going to jail, like they're doing a good thing here, and I. 
I, whatever like I, I maybe i shouldn't get too hung up on that but like it was like totally worth it just for like the tyrese action reactions to being oh number God. 11 like that was just like yes. so and then at the never at the end where he's like number 11 my ass or whatever my ass. Like, yeah. like i was like wow like whatever misgivings i had about how ridiculous it was that like you had to send them to prison for doing a pretty uh, inarguably good thing like it was worth it just because he was so hilarious when he was getting pissed about that when like ramsey was higher than him he was getting so mad yes. about it she's 10 <laughs> she's definitely not 10 but yeah that was awesome awesome uh i you know what's really funny is i i don't know i think it was on the ringer that they had that big like long article about corona and the history of corona and the fast and furious did you see that yeah i i, I didn't read it i didn't read any of the coverage yet because i just didn't want to read anything got it before i saw them got movie. it so there's actually zero scenes of anyone drinking a corona yeah i did think about that because i i saw something else about corona online today i don't know if i, I didn't whatever it was i didn't read it but then i went back and or no i i listened to the podcast that bill simmons did with neil moritz the producer of mm-hmm. eight films and like they talked about corona a lot in there and then like i went back and i was like wait i don't think i saw like any beer yeah really. Yeah, Ramsey's drink. Ramsey drinks a Stella. I think uh, the uh, the Rock might be drinking a Bud. Oh, and the then, last scene they didn't have any Corona. Yeah, in the last scene. No, there there was a Corona in the ice, but there's no other. Nobody drinks a Corona in the whole movie, which how, is how there's actually not a lot of beer drinking in general in the movie. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of downtime and leisure time in this one. You know. Yeah, anytime that was downtime was like sad downtime because Dom is a, a bad guy. Yeah. Um. Speaking of, so I actually thought like the visuals were super cool in the in the scene with the Russian guy and when they're in New York with all the cars doing 180s and driving and then sort of speeding around corners and then falling out of the parking garage. I thought those were really awesome. Did they like, shoot? Did they, did they shoot in New York? Uh, I have no idea. Well, Probably. I, know, it looked I, know, like, well, I mean, well, I know for a fact that like the scenes where the cars were f- being dropped off the buildings, they shot mm-hmm. those scenes in Cleveland. I, okay. I, I, I I saw that like I, I remember like they were doing a lot of that like I think during the maybe they were even during the NBA playoffs last year or something like mm-hmm. at the same time that was going on because Cleveland was like the only city that would just like let them drop cars off of buildings but like <laughs> if that was New York they did a really good job of I, just because I know for a fact that like that part of it took place in Cleveland if it was New York then like they did a pretty good job of um like editing that scene together in a pretty seamless way because like i said i know that's also cleveland and if it yeah. and then if it if it wasn't new york then they did a pretty good job of faking new york because like a lot of stuff a lot of movies like claim to take place in new york but they just don't shoot there because it's expensive to like shut new york down to film stuff yeah so like yeah. I, I thought that was just a very well shot scene with the way they had the all the cars dragging dragging vin around and stuff like that and all the other all the other ridiculous tap yeah. into all the cars remotely thing yeah no i thought it was awesome it, the movie reminded me a lot of live free or die hard mm-hmm. um the one with justin long and timothy oliphant uh oh, where they where they, where they where they shoot the car into the sky that takes out the helicopter and stuff like that yeah well just just like the the whole sort of just like cypher reminded me of timothy oliphant and sort of like the cyberness of the movie but you still need like even with like Ludacris and Ramsey, you also need like the people on the ground to sort of do dirty work, you know, combined with the cyber stuff, which is sort of where like seven was kind of weird where they're like driving around L.A. trying to avoid this like helicopter with missiles or whatever, right? Or the drone or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. This it's it, like this shit is ridiculous, but it was like less ridiculous than than some of the previous stunts they did, which um yeah made me happy so they they did film in new york and and atlanta and cleveland and that actually was havana at the beginning like i was curious if they because like i mean it seems weird to be able to film stuff in cuba because we've only just like gotten more open (laughs) with like people being able to travel to cuba and stuff so it's cool they were able to bring a whole uh production talk about 
Dominic Toretto apparently being Cuban, just just thrown in in the eighth movie. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I was like, wait, Cuban. that guy's his cousin, that really, really Cuban guy is his cousin? <laughs> like, a really the, Cuban guy. Yeah. Like, I was like, maybe he's just like a good friend that they call each other because he's like, nope, he's a Toretto. I was like, what? Yeah, yeah, that was interesting. I don't know if there will be like some kind of payoff to the to that, but it was super strange. Um but I, I did enjoy how they used the guy the guy at the beginning and then Don Omar and Tigo Calderon came in and did their usual showing up uh, uh, as like fake policemen and they don't want to drive the ambulance or whatever. Okay. That's ignorance on my part. Uh, who are those guys? Those are the, the two Hispanic guys that are in like every movie that they help. And they're the two guys in – was it in five where they – where they're doing the bank heist and they trade the the, the trucks. Remember that? Oh, okay. They're in like all the movies. And like are they're they are, four, they, five, six? So they just like four, five, six, they, they, they like seven. teamed up with them at some point in four. And yeah, they, they just like yeah, you and four. bring them in whenever. Okay, I just had forgotten yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they've been in four, five, six, and like seven. I don't remember. I've only watched seven twice. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I I really liked the movie. I saw it twice. I'll if. I have a chance to see it again. I'm sure I'll watch it as soon as it comes out on online somewhere. But um, I don't know. I, I, I'm looking. I, uh, let me ask you a question. Would you be more okay with the Deckard stuff if he's not in nine and ten? Um. Hmm. Uh, I guess. Like, I mean, like he can be in them in a different way. I just. It just... Well, sure. I, I guess I just mean with like them being all buddy buddy with him. Oh, I retroactively, if he's just not in him at all, like, because I, I guess a little bit, I, I mean, like, as long as he's just not like, because, as long as he doesn't become like more a part of the family, which I felt like that last scene was like hinting at, you know, as long as he's yeah. not like, as, as long as he's not like that with them, like, I'll be able to be a little more okay with it. But it just that like, I almost like I get like now, like, now I can say it because we, we already went through the spoilers thing. But like, I get it. he had to bring the baby there because he was the one that got yeah. the baby. But like, yeah. It's not like he is like drop. It would almost make sense if he like, if he just like dropped the baby off and then just like didn't talk to like left it on the doorstep and like was walking away and then looks back at Dom when Dom gets the baby and just gives him a nod and walks away. Like that would have been more appropriate for me than just like him like hanging out the dinner. You know? Yeah. I know it's a well, small he, thing. Yeah. I, I don't know. He I was guess sitting at the table with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was sitting at the table, but I mean, I don't know. It's like these people have a common enemy, so you sort of put your differences aside at that point to like fight a common enemy. No, and, that, and that, right? like I said, it did. I was able to put it out of my head a little more. Like once I just real, they made it so clear how much of a problem that Cipher had been for their family. It did make yeah. a little more sense to me. But it, it's like, so like I, I do think I'd almost like gotten past it at that point until he was like sitting at the dinner table with them at the end. You know? Sure. No. So, uh, listen, I understand. I. I Han, Han, Han was so great, so it's just like hard for me yeah. to, you know. Han is definitely coming back, right? <laughs> I think that. I think it's gonna In happen. Flashbacks, you mean? Um, I don't know. He might not be dead. <laughs> um, <laughs> which is entirely possible in this I guess, in this I guess. franchise. What, what, is he, um, what has he been doing for the last however long? Then mourning over his dead girlfriend, yeah. probably. Yeah. Um, well, I, then, I, guess, I guess you forget that uh, three took place after six, so it hasn't actually been yeah. that long. So. Yeah, and then which is another cool thing. Um, like I, I know we're not we're talking about eight, but like that was like a cool thing. Like if you go back, if you go to listen, retrofit the franchise, yeah. Time, like I don't know sure. if we ever talked that much about that, but like if you like go back and listen to if you go listen to that podcast that Simmons did with that producer, like they were just like so like 
I don't know. Maybe you've read about it, but they really didn't know what they were going to do with three. Yeah, like, I read I, someone wrote an article on Uproxx about it because yeah, they were trying to bring back Han. Like, was there? Like, well, or, or no, just like. Or not even about that, but like it was originally gonna have Vin, and then he just like didn't do it. It didn't work out for yeah. him. And yeah. uh, same with it might have been same with Paul Walker. It was just like always very up in the air. So they definitely did not like make that movie knowing how they were gonna then tie it back into like seven and like within like in like five quick minutes in seven, like they totally make it all work, which is like yeah, pretty, which is pretty cool. Well, isn't there a scene or at the end of six? And, yeah, yeah. It's at like, the end of six, where him and Lucas Black meet up. And he gives Lucas Black – Lucas Black gives him, all, gives him all of Han's stuff. No, that's that's in 7, but I think it's the yeah. – I think it's the – maybe it's the end of 6 where we see that it's Deckard that killed him. Yeah, the, yeah um, it's the end and, of and 6 then, for the, that. Where, where you see that other scene with Lucas Black. That's that's like a brief like glimpse. That's like a brief cut away in 7 basically. Yeah, and then uh, – because Fate 9 – Fast 9 is – Lucas Black is going to be in it. Oh, he is? Cool. Yeah. I like, so that. I like that guy. He hasn't done a lot of stuff though. Yeah, a lot of people hate him, to be honest. Really? But I, I like him. I like okay. Tokyo Drift. Yeah, he's so Friday Night Lights, too. Uh, I wonder if he'll sort of take over for Statham, which is why I asked the question. Oh. Um, um, which I, mean, I kind of hope not because I, I love Jason. Like, he's so good. I'm willing to look past whatever because he is so good at that role. And I'm fine and if like he's watching. around. Like I thought that was a great use of him in the prison. Like that scene was fucking hilarious. I just, it was like, great. I, I'm like that. I think that's a better use of him than just as long as they don't make him part of the family. Like I'm fine with it. Like I just that unless that is, they address it somehow. Right. Yeah. If they if they address it more head on than they did in this one, other than this people being mad at him very generally without like actually calling him out on like how fucked up some of the, what he did was. Then I, I'd be okay with it. It's just they got they got to be a little bit more direct about it. I think than they were in this one for me yeah. to look past it. Yeah, this movie was actually. I feel like they showed them killing people more than in the previous installments of the franchise, especially like blood wise, because like Letty put that dude in like a fucking propeller, and his blood just oh, came yeah. up. Yeah, I was like, are, I was like, are they gonna show that? I was like it aggressive was, for this yeah, franchise, it was, it right? Was, and, yeah. Um, and then Tyrese just shot those guys straight up. And <laughs> Statham, Statham, you're less like concerned about him killing people than the rest of them. But, yeah. um, and then the stuff at the with the Germans when they stole the EMP was like pretty vicious too, with the oh with the, with with the, the wrecking ball, yeah, with the wrecking ball, man. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I thought it was a little bit more like hardcore than than some of the other movies, but. It, a lot of it is just so ridiculous that it's hard to, it's hard to like point to stuff that isn't like absurd if yeah, you like, I, I just I just don't know where to draw it. the line with stuff and that's like I'm willing to like forgive most stuff but like when you when you forget what family means that's where you've gone too far for me yeah <laughs> well <laughs> the thing is like this movie is this movie is more of like a generic action movie than the rest of them I think but I think that it the fact that we have the history and the characters are so good and the the jokes and the sort of like whatever emotion you get from the whole family thing just sort of puts it on another tier mm-hmm. of like really good action movie. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I don't know who's directing nine. I don't know if it's Justin Linder's coming back or if Gary's going to do it, but um, I'm excited. I'm excited for nine and 10. I think having sort of a recurring villain like Charlize will be good, which will sort of allow Luke Evans and Jason Statham to, be in it at in some capacity, and maybe Helen Mirren comes back. Um, and yeah, I, I kind of like them. I, I I didn't love them being in New York. I sort of like when they like go places now. It's a little bit more fun uh, to imagine all this stuff like not happening on in like New York City with like okay, Dom has no traffic when he's racing his fucking Challenger. But um, I don't know. 
Yeah. The. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, that is a good point. I guess because like L.A. was kind of boring when they went back. It was really fun in the first one, think, but then uh, yeah, like they, they're in a more interesting part of L.A. than they were in Seven. But yeah, if you're just like looking at like standard New York versus standard L.A., like it's probably more fun to look at standard New York, but it's also like more implausible that streets would be empty in standard New yeah. York at the same time. Yeah. Which is one of like the biggest pet fees I had with like twenty four back in the day, but that's another <laughs> another story. I don't I don't it looks, uh, like, it looks like Fast Nine doesn't have a director yet, so that'll be interesting. Okay. Yeah. Well, I hope Han comes back in Fast Nine. Um I'm gonna go see it multiple times. Uh I definitely recommend seeing this watch the other ones before because it's a great franchise. I don't know if you have anything else to add. Uh no, I th- I, th- I think I'm good. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. You can catch us on social media. Josh is at Josh Chernovoy, J-O-S-H-J-U-R-N-O-V-O-Y. I am at A Clambake, A-K-L-A-M-B-A-K-E, podcast Twitter, 52 and 52 pod. Josh has been updating that for us more recently. And then our podcast email is 52 and 52 pod at gmail.com. Uh, let us know what you guys think about Fast 8, if you guys had the same concerns that Josh did about Statham and the family and that whole dynamic. Definitely curious to hear what you guys have to say. And thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next time. Hey.